Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 162, the myths about opening an e-commerce store and things to avoid. Today, I wanted to talk about e-commerce stores because a lot of people that start businesses online jump straight into that e-commerce space. There's this sort of misconception that you can grab a whole lot of products, whether they're dropship products or whether they're products off Alibaba or eBay, and resell them on an e-commerce platform like Shopify or any of the other platforms that are out there that do this. The problem with it is, is that it's not quite as simple as that. And so today we want to run through some of those myths and sort of explain some of the things to avoid. So if you're a person that's thinking about doing some e-commerce or if you've got some products and you think, right, I can jump into this space, this is probably just one for you guys to have a look at and just basically take a step back and and reconsider some of the um, elements around e-commerce stores. Okay, let's dive in. So one of the first myths is, you know, e-commerce is easy money. Well, it's not easy money. You know, it can be super lucrative, but it's definitely not a guaranteed path to quick riches. You To build a successful online store, you know, it requires careful planning, marketing, and ongoing efforts to to attract customers and sort of convert to sales. And this is what people don't understand. You need to get customers. And if you just throw up a site, you're not going to get any customers. And you're certainly not going to get them immediately. So that takes a heck of a lot of effort in marketing and, um, you know, getting your name and your brand out there. And slowly your customer base will build. But that could take years. It could take two. It could take three years. So is it easy money? No, it's not. That's definitely a myth. Okay, myth number two, you don't need a unique product. Well, the reality is there's so much in the e-commerce space out there now and so much repetition. You know, if you go on to, uh, say, the pet niche and look at pet products, you know, you've got a heap of e-commerce stores all kind of selling the same thing because they're getting them from the same suppliers. And it's going to be really hard to set yourself apart from the competition and actually make a success of the business if you're just doing what everyone else is doing. So having a unique product or a unique value proposition really is going to set you apart from that competition. You know, you need a compelling offering because it basically enhances your brand appeal and encourages customers, you know, into your store compared to going to other stores. So for example, that that pet niche, you know, if you're into pet products, you know, maybe you could go to a manufacturer, that could be an overseas manufacturer, and get them to make you a certain line of, say, dog collars. And they could be a certain um, material that you use or a certain color or, you know, a certain toughness. You know, they could be super tough dog collars or something like that, you know. And that would be your unique proposition. Whereas, you know, compared to other e-commerce stores that people just selling standard dog collars so that's where you want to sort of be positioning your product so you do need a unique product okay myth number three there's no need for marketing 
you know, you just throw up a store and it's, you know, it'll start selling product. That will just not happen. You need effective marketing because you need to drive traffic. E-commerce stores work well when they've got a lot of traffic coming to them. Because remember, not everyone's going to convert. You know, you might get 3% of of your customers that come to your store that actually buy something. So if you do the math and say, right, well, you know, I'm going to be able to get, say, 10,000 people to my store, you know, each month, for example, you know, only 3% of that 10,000 people are going to convert. And those people might only spend $50 on your store. And once you take away your advertising costs and your product cost to buy the product, out of that $50 product, you might have, say, $15 left. Um, You know, do the math. Like that 3% times $15, is that going to be enough to sort of meet your expectations of how much revenue you want to earn in a month. So have a think about that. And what I would suggest is actually go on to some standard e-commerce stores, not the big ones, but, you know, ones that you can tell are sort of run by single owners um, and have a look at their traffic numbers. You know, you can get um, plugins for uh, Google Chrome and things that will tell you how much traffic a website is getting. So you can have a look, do some research and use some of those metrics like Google search, what e-commerce metrics are out there, like what are the conversion rates? Is it 3%? Is it 5%? And do some even sort of back of the envelope sort of calculations to work out, well, what amount of traffic do I actually need to make this venture, this e-commerce website viable? And then go, well, actually, how am I going to get that amount of traffic? So marketing is key. You can't get traffic without marketing. So it all sort of flows from the end result. So you're kind of reverse engineering it. You're working out what you need from the site in terms of revenue, and you're back engineering that through to how's that going to look in terms of marketing to get that amount of traffic that you need. Okay, myth number four, instant success. The reality is e-commerce takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Expecting overnight success can pretty much lead to frustration and disappointment and people quitting, and that happens a lot. I've seen it so many times. People open the store because they like a certain product or they've got a history in a certain product. And again, if we use that pet niche, you know, maybe you're into pets and you've got dogs or whatever and you want to sell pet products. You know, just because you are into that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You you know, you need to know how to market those things. You need to know how to set up your store correctly. You need to know how to do SEO and all the rest of it. So, you know, instant success is not going to happen. You know, you need to be realistic. This could take a year. It could take two years before your e-commerce store is successful. Okay, myth number five, low startup costs. You know, you might think, well, e-commerce stores have lower overhead compared to brick and mortar stores, but there's still costs involved. You've still got to do the website development, the marketing, you've got to buy inventory, you know, and that's a huge cost. You know, a lot of people forget about the fact that they have to buy all the stock and then you've got to store it somewhere. So like you buy 30,000 units of dog collars, where are you going to put them? You know, so then you've got, all of the fulfillment costs. You go and say, well, actually, I'm going to put them in a fulfillment warehouse and they're going to send the orders out for me. That's great. That costs money. So you've got to do all of your a really sturdy budget as part of that sort of 
due diligence process of setting up, you know, before you get underway, you want to have all those financials sorted and really well organized. So, you know, have a think about it, go through it in detail, because the last thing you want to do is throw a little bit of money at setting up an e-commerce store and then and then realizing actually you haven't got any more money to spend on buying the stock that you need or even storing the stock that you need. Okay, so they are five myths of opening an e-commerce store. What I now want to do is run through some of the things that you should really avoid if you do want to take that jump into e-commerce. Um, some of these things are definitely things that you should keep front of mind. Okay, so number one is lack of research. Again, this comes back to what we were just talking about before. You want to avoid launching an e-commerce store without conducting thorough market research. You need to understand your target audience, your competitors, your market trends, and all that financial stuff. So do all that research before you take the dive, because at the end of the day, if you go and make this massive leap into it and spend some money and then find, oh, I really didn't think about this part, and that's actually crucial to this business being a successful or not, you're going to look a bit stupid. Okay, number two, uh, poor website design. So it's not so bad these days because we've got things like platforms like Shopify and stuff that website design is kind of taken um, care of by that. But also you want to make sure that your website isn't just run of the mill. You want it to be user-friendly and visually appealing and also be part of your brand. So if you've got a really unique brand, maybe you don't use a Shopify um, website design. You might actually have to get a custom built one. So you want to avoid poor website design because that's the first thing that's going to push people away if they can't use your website and that's the thing it's not only how it looks it's how usable it is people find they're clicking on links and they're not going to where they want or they can't find the product they want easily enough they don't have the images of your product enough images you know they're just not going to stay around and buy anything from you Okay, the third one is ignoring mobile optimization. You need to remember that everyone, and much more in e-commerce stores than other websites, is mobile. You know, people are using their mobiles to look and shop for a lot more than desktops. So you need to make sure that your website is optimized for mobile. And, you know, that is just absolutely key. It's got to be responsive and pretty much offer a seamless mobile experience. Best thing you can do with your website when you launch it is to get on your website on your mobile and just go through it and get some of your friends to go through it, find the mistakes and, and iron those out. Okay, number four is you don't want to overexpand too soon. So don't try offer heaps of products on, you know, into multiple markets on your website because it's just spreading yourself too thin and you won't be able to keep up and make a actual good go of one area you're going to make a, a average or a poor go at a lot of areas so focus into a niche gradually expand it as you succeed and add on staff and add on help and more products as you go so start off with just a few products and just say one market and expand once you see success because the thing is, what you learn in that first market, you can then replicate out into the other markets rather than making that same mistake straight away over multiple markets. 
And that goes the same with your products as well. If you've got a good product, that's fine. Push it out into other markets. If you've got a bad product, you don't want that sitting in there in multiple markets straight away. So don't overexpand too soon. Okay, number five, neglecting customer service. Customer service is absolutely key for e-commerce stores because customer satisfaction is paramount and also negative customer experience can be really problematic for um, you know your online reputation. If people put bad reviews on about your business, other people are going to see that and that's when you're really in trouble. Okay, underestimating shipping and logistics. This is coming back to that pricing stuff you need to do at the start. Work out your price and get quotes. Make sure you know that the cost of your shipping is all included. And then the last one is forgetting about returns and refunds. You need to have a clear refund and returns policy because people will want to return stuff and you need that to be clear and open and fair. Okay, so this is some of the examples that we've had about things to avoid and also some of the myths about e-commerce stores. Hopefully you've found that um, interesting and just eye-opening if you're thinking about opening an e-commerce store. Have a look on our website, emilyandblair.com. We've got heaps more information about e-commerce stores and about opening online businesses. That's all we've got time for in episode 162, the myths of opening an e-commerce store and things to avoid. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.